Welcome to No Apology with Emily and Chris. Oh, we're having a good day today, but it has not been that way all week. You can get caught up on all things No Apology with Emily and Chris, as well as the podcast Bible Idiots by going to freshroadmedia.com. My best friend and bride, Emily, she is here and ready to go. What's on the docket today? Because uh, today is unlike any other day. It is unlike any other day because we, we've had a crazy week, an absolutely crazy week. Here's the thing. Um, when God starts doing things, Satan's right there, right yeah. behind you, just nipping at your heels. It's been... Poking at you, poking at you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll go with that. Poking at you, poking at you. Are you going to use that phrase in an actual sermon? I would love to hear you say that in an actual sermon. In an actual sermon? Yeah. And then uh, You want me to say poking at you, poking at you? I do. I want you to insert that into okay. a sermon, and then when you do that, mm-hmm. I will let people know on No Apology with Emily and Chris that they can go to your Bible Idiots teaching platform at freshroadmedia.com. And, and maybe hear it. Maybe hear maybe you're poking hear at you, poking at you. And hopefully people remember that that was an actual legitimate commercial yeah. right yeah. about hunger yeah. oh, you know your hunger starts poking at you poking at you and you can't focus anymore i don't even remember what the commercial was for i thought it was a phrase our kids made up off of some sort of like spongebob no, episode was, or something it was when your hunger starts poking at you poking at you you needed oh. something you know okay so if i work it into the sermon this week yes just somehow yeah then what? Well, then I will esteem you as much as I do Pastor Jay Johnson with his boom shakalaka in his sermons. Yeah, but I use I already use bada bing, bada boom. That's yeah. lame. <laughs> I like it. I'm, I'm anyway. I'm listening it doesn't really matter you, what our catchphrases <laughs> are. The bottom line is, can we get the word of God out of our heads and our mouths to people like you listening or watching right now? Yeah, because that is the goal, and we are struggling to do that. Constantly getting tripped up. This week was crazy, Chris. We were going to have Russ Miller with Creation Science Ministries with us, and I was so looking forward to it because. Uh, he's one of the funnest interviews for me personally, probably because yeah. we know him so well. You know, when yeah. you're really like-minded with someone, and it's you've just traveled really and done stuff, easy yeah. to talk to him and and talk about God's it word. Stuff. And one of the most compelling things, because he he talks about creation, you know, and and the bi- biblical account of it, how that's in conflict with evolution, and it's been a big thing in the church, and I think it's really led people to a False gospel, maybe? Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Age of the Earth Earth issues is something that we want to talk about. It's a real because problem. Because it's a real deal. Yeah. And, you know, just go to Revelation. By the way, you're not even telling the whole story. The spiritual warfare we faced yesterday, this is Friday, yeah. this is Friday almost noon on Memorial Day weekend. Okay? That's when we're recording right now. We tried yesterday. Emily's in the studio. You had an issue. You had to leave. You had a health issue. You had to leave. And so I'm, you know, not stuck. And I was sad. I, I and was you were really sad. bummed. You're texting yeah. me. I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys actually going to do the interview? That's my text to you. What are you going to do? Are you going to do the interview? So I, we get Russ Miller. He lives yes. in a crater, a literal crater out in nowhere, Arizona, northern mm-hmm. by Grand Canyon. Off grid, man. Off grid. Satellite phone is how we used to talk. They now have a Wi-Fi stick, but it was windy. So that blew the Wi-Fi in and out. So we tried to start. I tried to do the recording with Russ. I must have said at least six times, "Hey, Emily's out today, but I got a special guest, Russ Miller." And it just every time he came to one point, one point he would freeze up, and so we just felt like it was like just this weird spiritual attack. Right. And that one point is Russ puts a torpedo, a bullet right through millions and billions of years, and yeah. we can just trust the Creator. And that that the book of Laodicea, uh, I'm sorry, the book of Revelation, and when they talk about the church of Laodicea, do you realize that Jesus identifies himself as creator for that mm-hmm. last day's church? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, do, we do, forgot do, about do, that. Do, do, yeah. Do, do, the, the bottom do, do, line, because I don't want to do the show because we are going to have him back. We've got it rescheduled. Um, the bottom line is what he has to say really just gives veracity. It gives teeth. Mm-hmm. to the veracity of God's word, that it's real, that it's true, that it can be trusted through and through. And yet, as we tried to record 
every mm-hmm. time he got to that point. And what did you try, like 12 times? I think I said 9 to 12. Uh, Mike Shaw would have the actual recorded files that were started and stopped, okay. he can tell you. All right. Well, we didn't even stop recording a couple times. We just waited for it, and we we time-coded where we were so we could edit after. But it was a, it was a real, like... You could tell, <laughs> yeah, you could tell it was an attack just because, you know, I'm sick, the internet is falling out, like we just literally could not do it. Now, mm-hmm. the mistake is oftentimes, oh, God failed to us, or God lost on that one, or we didn't do everything. No, no, God knows exactly what's going on. So we are rescheduled. We are going to do it. We will not give up. Because it's truth, and and Satan hates the truth, and he's going to do everything he can to disrupt it. Well, and that's the point of what we wanted to do with this uh, Hail Mary show, um, which is what this is. We're yeah. recording on kind of our day <laughs> off. Just Well, no, it is. It's just like last night we were thinking, okay, the show was a complete throttle disaster. We got. It. Do we post something this week? Do we have Mike Shaw just do a best of? And your exact quote at the campfire last night, Emily, was, Best of on episode eight. <laughs> right. Yeah. Have we had a best of yet? <laughs> We've hitting that mark. Emily's yet. saying she needs a bigger sample size yeah, yeah, before she go. can go best. I'm just, I'm sorry. Brian, yeah. Brian Dawson's story, fantastic. Don Keith as a guest, fantastic. Scott Mills as a guest, fantastic. Al Robertson as a guest, absolutely fantastic. Those are, that's just four. You are off the irritating. Top of my head. You're irritating somebody. And so, but here's the great thing. What do you mean thing. I'm irritating somebody? Uh, Satan's not liking this. No, no. What I I'm mean, saying is for the best of show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, we have, yeah. No, no, you, no, no. You have it all. I'm, I'm, I'm moving on. Well, <laughs> can I ask a favor? <laughs> yeah. Can we move on together? Because yeah. I was making a point on something completely different, and all of a sudden you come on, Satan's poking at you, poking <laughs> at you. All those good guests. Okay. That highlight show. Come with me, won't All right. you? <sighs> Where okay. are we going? Uh, we're going to the fact that, because um, we were talking about spiritual warfare, mm-hmm. and we need your prayers, so we'd appreciate any prayers that you can offer for Fresh Road Media, and no apology with Emily and Chris, just to keep it going. We are, It's our most powerful tool. Yeah. And so you can connect with us on freshroadmedia.com. If you need prayer for yourself, if you want to share prayer with us, remember we are listener supported. If you want to join the show by asking questions, you can do that as well. And so freshroadmedia.com, that is the place to get engaged, get plugged in and be a part of it because clearly ministry is going on. Clearly people are being encouraged in the Lord Jesus Christ through this. So we want to we want to keep going. Well, I want to explain a little bit about what we're doing with the show, some of the things that have happened this week that might be interesting to you, my apologist friends, and share a couple comments that have uh, been been given and that's where we are really encouraging you connect to, with us. Yes, freshroadmedia.com, leave a voice message that we could possibly put in the show, give a gift if you feel like it, read one of Emily's blogs. But here's the biggest thing you can do for us is two things. One, pray, and as you're praying, share the fact that Emily and Chris are back on the air and that they've got a show that is trying to speak truth to those who need to hear it for such a time as this. Yes? Yes, absolutely. All right. Joey Sampanga. Do you remember Joey Sampanga? From Arizona. From Arizona. I do, yes. He he dropped this uh, on Facebook. I believe it was. He's, no. Or this YouTube. Is, might be. It's a comment from one of them. And, but he says straight up, came across your show on Facebook. Thank you for this. It's a breath oh. of fresh biblical oxygen. <gasps> I love this topic of deconstructionism. That's a great term for what I know as postmodernism. Yes. Thank yes. you for truthful and fun discussions. He gets it. That's exactly what we yeah. set out to try to do week I after week. I love it. He gets it. It's just a repackaging of the same old lies. Yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah. it is. Continue it's... sharing truth and spreading the true message of the gospel of Jesus. Aww. And we met Joey, I think, in like 2011. Yeah. No, it was before that. I don't know. Anyway, he's a good Arizona guy, and he started heading towards ministry. God had a call on his life. And it's just it's just awesome to see people like that circle back and all of a sudden, hey, we found you again. That's the biggest thing I get from our Michigan and our Arizona uh, listeners, former listeners, is that, oh, we found you again. That's how I feel when I wake up in the morning after all my terrible dreams <laughs> and I realize you're there. Oh, I found you again, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> It's not. Oh, mm, he's still here. No, no, because no. yeah, okay. I, I usually use I usually lose you 
in my dreams, and I'm looking all for. I'm looking around for you. Well, anyway. speaking of biblical spiritual oxygen, Marcy yeah. had a comment on one of the strings somewhere. Okay, uh, that said a consistent pattern of the world, Satan is to replace the things of Yahweh with man-made counterfeits and declare them to be better. Yeah, as biblical believers, we must dig into His Word so that we will know Him and His truth, so that we will have truth to stand on and not be deceived. Aww, thank you, Marcy. That encouraged that, me. That is I our, love that. Yeah, that is like almost our positioning statement for what we're trying <laughs> to do. Our goal is not to attack deconstructionism. Our goal is to enlighten people in the biblical authenticity so they see the counterfeit for themselves. Right. Why do I got to keep showing you counterfeits? If I show you the original long enough, you'll see the counterfeit yourself. Just well, that's like what that. the, both Joey... And deconstructionism is... Counterfeit. Yeah, and both Joey and Marcy, they kind of alluded to that, where it's like, because they know the truth, that popped out yeah. to them, that made sense to them. And some people are not as well-versed. Maybe you're a new Christian. Maybe you're not a Christian at all. How do you know the difference between what's real and what's not, what's truth and what's lies, what's from God and what's from Satan? Because Satan just repackages and twists and perverts mm -hmm. what God has already done and said and so i awesome thank you you guys for leaving those comments and uh everybody else listening we want to hear from you as well freshroadmedia.com freshroadmedia.com is the place to go and here's here's the deal we started this show with the idea coming back from all the different stuff from the different films we made to the different conferences being a speaker being um, on other terrestrial radio stations having talk shows having music morning shows doing comedy uh, marriage conferences. I mean, our career has really gone, I don't know, eclectic. And it's almost like, could you pick one thing? I'm like, I don't want to pick one thing. I like doing all these things. It comes down to coming back on the air for this show. We were going to do a variety type show. Talk about movies, talk about food, talk about um, riding motorcycles. And food. And maybe a little food. And then we'd talk about scriptural things. But yeah. we wanted and it to food. be from a biblical worldview. And then maybe a sandwich. And we <laughs> wanted it to be from a biblical worldview. The point is... Food is very biblical. Emily, <laughs> Emily has chosen this as her calling to do this outreach broadcast ministry. And I'm here to help anybody, anytime. And of course, I'm going to help my wife do this. So freshroadmedia.com. <laughs> And so you're right. You're going to help your wife you get do these <laughs> ideas and you might have an idea right now. And whatever that idea is, you this show, if you listen to it weekly and we try to keep it at an hour and a half ish, like a long form talk show. But we're also publishing short little vignettes, yes. little samples, if you will, little three minute to 10 minute to 20 minute samples. But the show itself is supposed to be a long form talk show conversation that we can have together while you're running, while you're standing at that machine you're operating all day, while you're in your truck driving across the country or whatever the case might be. And so we have these ideas that we want to bring to you. Now, I had an idea that I want to share with you, okay. and uh, I only want to share it with you for context, um, but I started a little club. I, I've God has When God starts putting pieces in place in front of you, mm -hmm. sometimes you just want to act on it. So. Yeah. Um, it's not I, a He-Man woman haters club, is it? No, there's about five <laughs> or six different people that feel like they may want to give a sermon. And that doesn't mean oh, they're called yeah, to yeah, preach, yeah. right? but they might be. Yeah. And so there's four of them that, I, that I've assembled, and we're going to do a summer sermon series. And I don't know what we'll do with it, but I hope we record it, maybe, maybe something. But these four guys are all in different levels of infancy when it comes to pulpit ministry. Some have okay. a little more experience than others. One yeah. guy's going to give his very first sermon. So we did a Zoom call, and we're so, I don't want to say the word broke, but fr frugal. Uh, we only have a free Zoom membership, which means you have 40 minutes, not 41, 40 minutes. Oh, it cuts you off yeah. right then and there. Yeah. Okay, and so I like that. <laughs> you got to buy the paid account to get longer than that. And quite honestly, we feel like we could get it done in 39 minutes. And so um, the, the point was, is that on this show and during that Zoom call that we I had with what the, I'm calling them the sermon dudes. OK, these guys are all writing sermons. They're picking text. We're going through a homilu, uh, homiletics, hermeneutics, exegesis. And it's it's just this little fun little, you know, I don't want to even call it a clown class because, I mean, we were doing serious topics, but. It was very Chris and Emily-esque, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're just yeah. kind of sharing some information. If they take the it, they can take it. If they don't, they don't. The light foundational it, things of preaching. And the okay. biggest potential benefit was the potential for the fellowship. And we already have right. these guys who don't know each other that well texting back and forth now. Okay. And things are good. But anyway, 
I said on the show, and I use this in the class as an example, and I I said Jeremiah 2711. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the guys said, I think you mean 2911 during the Zoom call. Oh, okay. And then Mike Shaw, who's in the Zoom call, who's one of the preachy uh, sermon dudes, because he, he's going to be given a sermon. This He's done a few, but he's, you know, who knows? He might not be part of his calling. He's like, yeah, you've done that a lot lately. You did it on the show. So this other guy, his name's Jay, he came in and said, yeah, you did that. I, I heard it on the show and I heard it. In. So now oh, Jay, okay. for his text, and he's going to be preaching on June 28th. It's a Wednesday night sermon series, four, four Wednesdays over the summer, right? Oh, okay. And so we're writing them now. We're writing yes. the sermons together now. Well, not together. Everyone's doing their individual. Yes. You're tracking with me, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Paint the picture, Chris. Paint the picture. And so, uh, you know, I realized 2911 and 2711 are different. They're different. What are they? They're not really no, horrendous, it's not, it's, it's, are no, they? No, it's not horrendous. But okay. Here's the point about Jeremiah 29, 11. There's two points here. Number one. Are you going to read them for us? No. Or no? No, I'm oh. talking about it in a context that if you would just play along and I wouldn't tell a long-winded story, we could merge together and well, actually Well, I was kind of hoping there would be like a really funny, you know, no, there know. was a burning in my loins versus whatever, <laughs> yeah, you no. know. No, it's just me with confidence being totally wrong with a smile on my face. So there's two points okay. here. The first point right. is yep. when you make mistakes like that, own it. Nobody cares. Nobody's looking down on me. I mean, yeah, it's a moron move. I mean, I, I'm just misspeaking. Everybody knows I know Jeremiah 29, 11, mm-hmm. but I've been calling it Jeremiah 27, 11 for quite a while. Anywho, the other point is when you go to write a sermon, when you go to read your Bible in an apologetic setting, it's always, 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 I don't want to say mandatory, mandatory, but I could, let's just say incredibly better if you have the right context. <laughs> right, and Jeremiah right. 29, 11 is taken out of context so much. And here's what I'm saying. Somebody comes along and says, and I have family members who, you know, I love and respect and they have deep spiritual faith. So I'm not calling anybody weak, but they say Jeremiah 29, 11 is their, their life first. And they have it on little painted on plates that hang in their kitchen and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. Well, the problem with that is that if you don't have the right context of that being your life first, you may be trying to take something kind of quasi out of context. Let okay. me explain. I don't have to read the whole verse. I just got to tell you, Jeremiah right. 29, 11 is, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, et cetera, Oh, et cetera. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody yep, knows that. Yep, yep. Who was God talking to? Uh, he was talking to the Israelites. He was talking to the captives of Babylon. Yes, yes. And he was specifically talking about them coming out of captivity. Yeah. Key, key. Okay. Because God did not say those words to me as I claim it as my life verse. Right. But the God who said those words to the captive is still my God. And I claim right. that God over my life. So, that's why having yeah. that as your life verse in the right context, totally cool. But it if doesn't you think necessarily that that's what God mean, is speaking, yeah. you think God is speaking that over your life in this circumstance right now just because it's in the Bible, that's out of context. Yeah. yeah. That's you all we're trying use to say. It for grow your, deeper, grow smarter. You can't use it for like your video games, you know. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> While you're racing your pretend race or whacking your pretend golf ball, it's not like I know that, you know, that the Lord has plans for you to prosper you in yeah. your video games. And you are making it public right now that when I've won <laughs> another Daytona 500 on my racing simulator, it means nothing to you. Yeah, I come upstairs all victorious, no, and you're like, "So it what? doesn't really mean nothing. It means like less than nothing." <laughs> then why do you mock me like I'm a three year old toddler? Oh, good for you! You want another race? I want to make you feel good. That's my job. <laughs> all right, let's keep, let's move on with this show. This is let's an abbreviated show, yeah, because we're doing it on Friday. We had major problems yesterday trying to record a guest that you will hear in a week or so. Emily's doing better. The show's doing better. The equipment's doing better, but keep praying for us. And I got to be honest, we can't do this without you. We need some. True. We need some financial help. We need some from some prayer help. And we do have a prayer team standing by to help you. So if you have a prayer request, go to freshroadmedia.com. And the number one thing you could do above everything else for me personally this week is go to freshroadmedia.com and click on be on the show and drop yeah. a voicemail saying this is what i think of deconstructionism yeah. or this is what yeah. uh this is how this impacted you me you can or, leave a fake name if you want to. <laughs> uh, just name and town name just and, your you first know. name is yeah, always first great first name and town particularly if you're from a big city or whatever and but if it, you leave a bad you're message still not we'll, comfortable yeah. you know anyway 
Yeah. It, it's time for people to participate with us on every level yeah. so that this ministry gets completely off yes. the ground. And part of that is we need to keep on staff uh, Mike Shaw. Mike Shaw is, of course, our... What do we What's call you today? It's like what, it's we, a three-part studio thing. producer, news director, and internet web guy. Web guy, not yeah. internet guy. Web guy. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. I know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord, to prosper you, to help you level up your game, <laughs> and to defeat the next boss in Valheim. Yeah, you'll sink a better jump shot, and you'll be a better mom, <laughs> and, right. and yeah. uh, the and kids will be better soccer players. Level everything will be up. better. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. All right. All so right. what are we doing? Are we playing right on way off? I think is it, it is that time. time? It yeah, is time for right on way it. off. Emily, you have the con. I do have the con. And uh, so I got three questions. Uh, and... Um, uh, we'll start with Chris first. Okay. How does that sound? All right. Question number one. When texting, you should not use a double space after a period. One space between sentences in texting is enough. Is that right on or way off? Um, it's a very important I'm question. I'm going to say way off. Okay. Why? Because I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I voiced a text and sometimes people get messages that don't mean anything than what I tried to say. I'm doing voice to text a lot more too. So it's kind of beyond my input as to whether there's one space or two spaces. Yeah. I mean, I, and and what I hate is when I go to voice text Yeah, and you know, and I'll say period and it'll put the period in there or I'll say words and it won't know what I'm saying. And then I'll hit the stop button, you know, to stop the voice to text and it'll like gurgle for a second. Then it'll just pop like five words up there that I didn't say. You know, yeah. like I'm going to say, sure, that sounds great. Let's talk then. And then I hit stop. And it says, you know, the swine did not find its food. <laughs> you know, just crazy stuff. <laughs> Thor has returned to Valhalla. So yeah. when it comes to punctuation in general grammar, yeah. I can track with scholars through like the Greek lexicons and stuff like that. But that's it. I don't care where the I never, ever cared where the comma went. All right. So let's turn to our uh, techno expert, Mike mm -hmm. Shaw. Yes. I bet this is. Is this a thing for you? Is the are the. Oh, I have a spaces? story. OK. I have a story. <laughs> well, you got to. I gotta, knew you would. You got to start with right on way off to yeah. the question. I All said right. I was way yeah. off because I don't I don't really you should know. not what... use a double space after a period. Is that right on or way off? That is Mike right Shaw. on. OK. Right. Why? Well, just to cut to the chase. And then I'll explain when you <laughs> okay. use a double space after a period, whether it's texting, whether it's uh, in a document these days, yeah. it doesn't matter. Don't do it anymore. You're telling the world you are a boomer. Okay. Right. Yeah. So that's how I found out. I was. Um, okay. So double spacing is boomerish or not yeah. double spacing is boomerish. Double spacing is, is revealing that you're, you're a boomer. Oh, right? yeah. That's uh, that's yesteryear. It's it's gone. It's mm -hmm. the age of the typewriter. Right? I think that people that no are boomers. Double better, space. I think people that are boomers double down that you're boomers. Yeah. Be proud of it. I mean, yeah. wh why is that a shameful thing? You're yeah. exposing yourself for being you... better than the other generation. <laughs> Doesn't that make you wiser. <laughs> Actually, that's a good point, Chris. I, I yeah, don't. I, just, I do like that. But yeah, yeah I was doing my. Uh, I had a news talk show in Tucson yes. for about four years, mm -hmm. and I don't know how the subject came up. One of our guests or something. My producer was a millennial, and uh, so we were um, talking about millennials. Okay, before my, my time out, everybody stop. Time right, out. right. Before we go any further, Mike. Yeah, we've got to know yeah. what does it mean to be a millennial. <laughs> What, what, what is that? Well, he was a millennial. He's just—he was a young guy. No, he wasn't a millennial. Yeah, he was a you know well, he a, was millennial. a millennial. millennial. <laughs> Tone is everything, is it yeah. not? All right, so yeah. you got a millennial as your producer. Yeah, and we have a guest Lord on or something. You. And someone brought up—I think the guest brought up about double spacing after periods. Yeah. And through this whole conversation, I was not only mocked, but I found out that you don't do it anymore. It's not necessary. And then in texting, you don't even have to spell stuff or even write out full words or sentences. So no. how much more? Say. A lot yeah. of my a lot of my relationships texting yeah. with my kids yeah. is, hey Dana, what does these three letters mean? <laughs> hey, right. you know, hey Hannah, yeah. what 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 does uh, 
um, you know, BRB mean, yeah, you know, yeah. be right back. Be right back, AFK, a away, away from, from keyboard. Keys. Yeah, I've learned them all, but LOL, I didn't know. Of course I hope they aren't know. lying to Everybody, you, though. Everybody's <laughs> using LOL way back in the day, way and I did day. not know what it meant. Uh, no, no, one's, no one stops and says, hey, lots geezer, of luck. step aside. Let me explain what's really going on. You got to kind of go with, yeah. you know, you got to get on the surfboard on some of this stuff. FTW and ride it out. for and the win. Don't FT what? FTW for the for win. The win. IKR. Oh. I know, right? See, you're very well versed in that. And I've I'm learned. not. See, uh for me, for me, that is way off. You're way off. I am way off. Of course I'm a boomer, or I don't know. If I am a boomer, maybe you're I'm one older year than away a from boomer. boomer. You're you're what am I? Yeah. With, with, I think they say I'm busters. A, I'm a buster. I think, or they switch to another or a letter. Tweener. Yeah, tweener, whatever. Basically, uh the way it was, it was like um, Boomers stopped at 64. I think that's right. And then like uh, okay. uh, and then like Gen X or Buster started at 66. Gen no, X well, at what 66. About, and there's a well, what about and, and 65? So, that's what I'm saying. There's an overlap there. There's a subgroup called some people call tweeners. Uh, that would they're, be us. They're not quite boomers. They're not quite Gen okay, X. So okay, I'm a tweener. Okay. No, yeah. but here's the reason. You and I are both boomers. Tweener. Even though you and I are both boomers, we were born right near the edge yeah. of 64. Yeah. All of our siblings are older. They're all boomers. Mm -hmm. So we are kind of like the last of the boomer from our family is how I've always looked at it. Right. Well, I'm like, I'm way to the end. So I'm more of a tweener than a boomer. And I don't want to be a buster. I will not be a buster. I'm not a buster. I I refuse that moniker. So you don't like that word. I I don't like it. Sounds terrible. What's a what's a three letter acronym for I am sad? (laughs) IMS. I just made that one up. It makes sense. IBS. Yeah. No. I need. Okay. Let's get. We're way off topic. We're way off topic. I got us to the bathroom though. So with IBS. (laughs) IBS. Yeah. All right. Um. Next question. Your show. Go. No. 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 No, 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 no. Oh, not done yet. Oh, oh, you're not ready. Talk oh. about disregarding people born in a certain year. Uh, uh, okay, two uh, periods, no, it's right uh, off. a dash, it's two period because an the, umla, a skittle, thing, maybe. Like you're going to do it. You're typing. You're using your thumbs. It's just like boom, boom. Like I'm not going to stop going boom, boom. It's always going to be boom, boom. I, I can't. I can't not. Okay, so stop. Okay, I don't even know. Do I double space after? A How period? would I? I don't know. Well, you read my stuff. Well, yeah. I decode your stuff is what I do. <laughs> so is, the period is on the paper and there's one space and then the next letter and it goes starts. goes on to the next, yeah. And then the next letter starts. Yeah. I don't know why is, it has to change. Is that considered double spacing? No. No, no. that's single spacing. Right. So, so the boomers period, actually. Period, boom, boom. Period, space, space, start your next sentence. Yeah. Okay. That's I, what I do. That's I what I will do always period do. period, space. Yeah. Why okay. does it have to change? What what cosmic alteration is going to happen if we continue doing the space space? Because it's easier to read. Your eyes get a little break from one sentence into the next. So I think it's way off, and I'm right, and everyone okay. else is wrong. Okay, question number two. We can move on now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> question number two is a quote. We'll start with uh, Mike this time. All right. It's a quote. It quote. says, in prayer, it is better to have a heart without words than words without a heart. Right on. Oh, wow. That right was on. fast. Yeah. You're right on. Right I didn't on. even I didn't even need the second half of the quote. It's, Do you yes. know it? No, I don't oh. I don't know the quote, but it's uh the it's the heart of God. God, you know, man sees the outer appearance, God yep. sees the heart. You know, don't be like the Pharisees who Pray in the town square to be noticed by men, yes. but pray in your closet. What God sees you do in secret, he will report, re- reward you in public. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what was the one guy? I thank you, Lord, that I'm not like this Republican. I mean, I publican. Was, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that same verse right. where he's beating his, yeah. the other, other guy's beating his chest. Beating his chest. He won't even look up to God. He's, yeah. so, he's so guilty and, and God was moved by that. God was moved by person. that prayer. And yeah. then the. The arrogant Pharisee who's like, I'm, uh, thank you, I'm not like that guy. Yeah. Did not receive anything. Exactly. Mm. Right. Chris. Say it again. In prayer, it's better to have a heart without words than words without a heart. I'm right on. Yeah. Totally right on. Um, there's been so many times I don't even know what to ask God. I know. There's been times when my heart just cries for yep. things and people and their circumstances and um, you know, that's one thing about being a pastor that it's, it, I don't know why, but the weight is different than being the guy who is managing a racetrack and 
pastors are coming and sitting in his office and talking about stuff mm-hmm. or parishioners that I have had a chance to, I've been an interim pastor so many times. I mean, there, there was that one church in Phoenix where I was there for six weeks, six straight weeks, three services every Sunday. The auditorium, I, I think, sat 1,800 people and and it was never full. I mean, the biggest one was the middle service, which was a little more than half full. And so they were between pastors. It was, you know, was it a dying yep. church? No, it was kind of a vibrant church, but it was just going through transition transitions. Yep. And they went from one service to two to three. You know, if you got an 1800 seat facility and your one service ain't enough, I guess you got to split it up. Point is, when I'm dealing with people's problems in those interim situations or even yeah. contract situations, it's different than when you become a shepherd of a church. Permanently. Like yeah. a permanent senior pastor, not by vocation. I mean, I've been a pastor where I was bivocational for some small churches that couldn't afford anything. I'm cool with that too. But when you are a full-time senior pastor and you're carrying the burdens of this person, that person, this person, sometimes when you're talking with God, the words you're using are not necessarily the most eloquent. And I don't think God, to be honest with you, gives a rip whether I'm eloquent or not. I just think he sees the heart always, regardless of what words we're using, Yeah, which is why don't try to manipulate the Lord. He, you know, the, this whole abracadabra, if I say the right prayers, if I walk in a circle and all this other hoo-ha, yeah. God yeah. sees your heart and what your heart is, is who you are. Yeah. And when you've given your heart to him, you're his. And he hears those heart cries. Yeah, sometimes you want to have some talk, but other times not. And that's yeah. all I have to say about all that. All right. Yeah. And uh, I'm right on with you guys. You guys know that that is a quote. From John Bunyan. Way to go, John so, Bunyan. Yeah, exactly. And I wrote it down and I'm like, oh, I'm going to ask him. No, no. And then I thought, oh, what if, what if they see something I don't see? <laughs> they disagree with John Bunyan. No, but the <laughs> verse that uh, popped into my wee little brain was how Jesus intercedes for us. Yeah. yeah. Our words are kind of uh, whatever. He takes what's in our heart and he presents it before the Lord. So uh, just remember that. Okay. Last one. Same thing. Quote. Tell me if it's right on way off. We'll start with way Mike off. again. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Mike get to start twice? Well, because I thought you'd oh, you're going to say me the last. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I really don't apparently, care. Apparently, you don't. I really don't care. I, I just, <laughs> but if he could just start, oh, because I get to be last. Yes, yeah, I'm the best for last. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, next time I right. come upstairs and let you know that I won at Darlington, Darlington, that you know how hard it is to win at Darlington, and you just say, oh, good for mm. you. Uh, can I un- Can I go back to my program now? Yeah, <laughs> it's like being married to a 200-pound toddler. I know. Okay, here is the quote. Let me know. And so my- if I go first, I'm the opening act. <laughs> yeah. And then the headliner. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay. Oh, there yeah, yeah. Go. Try to put, try to put, uh, make lemonade there, Mike. Go ahead. <laughs> or serve the main course. <laughs> try to put a lipstick and on. And I'll be the dessert. Okay. All right, here we go. Here's Emily's the got the con. He who thinks half-heartedly will not believe in God, but he who really thinks has to believe in God. Right okay. on or way off. I'm going to go right on on that. Okay. I mean, you've... you've God, how many times did God say in the scriptures and Jesus and and gets reiterated that uh, the first commandment is love the Lord thy God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to say uh, you should be all in. And if yeah. you're all in, then uh, God's going to be going to reveal himself to you. There There's you a go. John, is it John 3, 14 or something like, or John, I can't remember what it is. Jeremiah 27, 11. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be 29, 11, but nonetheless. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I gave him 27. I know. I know. So Jesus in the garden, he's talking to the disciples. One of my favorite parts of the Bible, those, you know, those three, four chapters in John. Okay. Because uh, Jesus is getting ready to go to the cross. You think he's important and parting probably his most important stuff. Right. And he yeah. says, if you love me, you will obey my commands. Mm-hmm. And so, and I am, and my father and I, we, I reveal myself to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so uh, be all in. Yep. And then love God because he's done so much for you. Yeah. And out of that relationship, then he's going to reveal himself to you. And you're going to be much better off. Yeah. And those around you, too. Yeah. And it'll make sense to you. Yeah. Your brain is engaged. Chris, right on, way off. Hit me again with it. I mean, I know that I'm looking for a little tweak word in there because when I got you guys a couple of weeks ago, I'm waiting for payback. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Okay. So okay. I want to hear it one more time. I'm listening for where's the where's the catch? All right. He who thinks half-heartedly will not believe in God, but he who really thinks has to believe in God. Hmm. Right on, way off. Is there another option, like no. a middle option? No, like, there is hey, not. Wanna... See, we've been going to those middle options and caveats. <sighs> Way too many times. No, no lukewarm no, 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 option. No, 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 no. <laughs> One no, time no. you told me, Chris, is like you have to be right on or way off, but yeah. you can use a, ca- a ca- caveat. Okay. Yeah. Caveat. No more caveat. caveats. Not no today. More, no caveat. Not today. No caveats. Okay. Oh, well then, okay. <laughs> I'm right on. Very good. Who was that a quote by Emily? <laughs> What's your caveat? <laughs> What's your caveat? Um, I believe that the spirit uses more than just the mind. True. I believe that our thoughts can betray us. Mm-hmm. And I believe that the reality of our conscience is something that, you know, is much more deeper. It's like mind, body, and soul, our conscience. And so the mind works with our spirit and our heart and, and those kinds of things. So mm-hmm. to say that a non-thinking man can't, you know, see the, see the spirit, a non-thinking man can't be jarred out of his slumber he has to become a thinking man to really understand the God. No, the gospel is so simple and it's so alive and it's so available to everybody. And the word of God, the inspired word of God, our final authority on earth can be the unleashed tiger on the soul and can break through to so many unthinking people. And yet the question is, does it break through while they're in their unthinking state or does the breakthrough create a thinking state? I don't know. So I'm going to go way off and say, <laughs> Good summary at the end. All right, bad, that's very interesting. Bad sound effect. Okay, so. Uh, so do you want to know who the quote is by? Uh, I'm going to say it's by. Uh, actually, I know who the quote is by, so I can't participate. You're going to recuse yourself. I'm recusing myself because okay. she sent me a text yesterday uh, to ask this to you and Russ Miller uh, if if she if wasn't going to be here. Be so there, I now yeah. know who it is. Uh, Interesting. Well, so I'm thinking, you know, to to kind of try to game the system, right? The quotes (laughs) are usually from a a theologian or something. So, of course, you're right on. Mm, This one's not a theologian. I don't think this is a theologian. Is it like from Satan? I tell you what. (laughs) (laughs) No. Because then I got to be way off. Who said it? Who said it? (laughs) Listen, I'll give you a couple Mm, hints. uh It's a scientist, Uh wouldn't you say? Yeah. Absolutely. That's okay. what he was. Okay. Yeah. I, I could have been more. I kind mean, of a thinker. I'm not an expert yeah. on this dude. <laughs> and it starts, his his title, his his like identification mm-hmm. in history starts with the word Sir. Sir Isaac Newton. There very you go. Good. Now, Sir, yeah. Isaac, Sir Isaac Newton was very much a Christian. I know. Very, yeah. very much. Very but that's much. why, did you did you not see why I said, are you calling him a scientist? You know, get yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Well, yeah. see, you have to be right on with this guy because he's Sir Isaac Newton. Uh, but <laughs> secondly. And then it hit me. I think, oh. one of, I think one of the misconceptions is that faith is a thoughtless mindless, just believing whatever. And yeah. and it isn't. It's very logical. It's very methodical. We listen to what God has to say. We see what he's done. And we say, okay, well, he said he'd do this. And then he did that. And so when he says this, I'm going to believe him. It's rational yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. And so I don't think he was necessarily saying what you were alluding to, Chris, while I do agree with what you're saying. Yeah. God can reach even a non-thinking person. Yeah. Uh, I was however, just being devil's advocate, yeah, you know, exactly. trying to pull a, you know, a, a well, sliver out of I the flesh. Well, I have a feeling Mr. Newton's going to want to sit down with you. <laughs> well, look, well, here's the thing. get that chance in heaven. Here's I can't wait thing. to meet the guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he was doing a Bible study when he, you know, developed that famous fig cookie. But that recipe, <laughs> that recipe that comes out of the ancient days, the Fig Newton, is really, really impressive. Yeah, remember the remember the dance too. where the Fig Newton was on one foot with his other leg kicked up and had the big Fig Newton. Remember that? No, no, I don't remember. Someone that. out there watching the show right now remembers it. No, I what bet I'm about. I bet it's on YouTube somewhere. It is. <laughs> I, I I remember being in a cafe with a bunch uh-huh. of guys one time, and yeah. and and that's when this one dude like laid it on us all that. Fig Newtons are named after a town in Massachusetts, not uh, not named after Sir yeah. Isaac Newton. And I was devastated. <laughs> I, 
Shattered like, delusions. Who, who in modern day would put figs in a cookie and sell it to children? Okay. You know? uh, sell we it need to processed sugar is what we of, need. Kind talk, of brilliant when you think about talk it. Talk about non-thinking people here. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, but no. Uh, Why gets, do you think I felt like God could break through? You know, It's really interesting. When you, when you look at some of the Christians of the past, they were some of the most brilliant thinkers. And, and, and acknowledged mm-hmm. that the presence of God is real. It has to be if mm-hmm. you think it through. So don't let someone tell you that your faith is just a mindless, blind faith. It's not. No. It's a rational, logical, intelligent. And if you think it through, if you really think it through, mm-hmm. if you really think it through, you're going to arrive at truth. Well, if you're like honestly that. seeking it, truth, you will see truth because Christ the, is truth. The and journey, he says, if you seek me earnestly, mm-hmm. you'll find me. The journey of faith in Jesus Christ as the vehicle, mm-hmm. your conscience is the motor. And your conscience mm-hmm. is what is at play on a daily basis. Yeah. And here's the thing. Paul warns us, the, the scriptures warn us, when you continue to do things that you know are wrong, your conscience can get seared. Yep, yep, and yep. so when your conscience gets seared, that's when you have some problems and a lot of repair has to happen. But Jesus can even break through that. Yeah, yep. yeah. The reality absolutely. is, is that even though your conscience might be taking a hit, we then as humans in the human condition, we want to achieve. So we start putting these behavior modifications in place instead of just being alive in Christ and letting it naturally be a sanctification process. And in that process, you know what we do? And I know this is going to be hard for some of y'all to hear. We pursue holiness. And you're like, Chris and Emily and Mike Shaw, you guys, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not seeing it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's what it, that's what the reality is. That's the journey. That's why we go to church. That's why we have podcasts like this. That's why you know inputs affect our outputs, and that's yep. the reality. Our yep. conscience, tender to the spirit, will constantly see us in need of a savior. Yeah. And the other big thing is, and we were talking about this uh, at a campfire recently. The three of us were actually having a campfire at our house, and I said, you know, we we want to make sure. That we say stay sensitive to the spirit yeah. because it's easy to to you know put a, a blind eye to things and then not go forward. Right, right. It's a know. battle for the mind. That's yeah. what the Bible describes it as. It Romans is a 12, battle two. for the mind, and God says He He gives us a sober mind and a and a mind of right judgment. And so um remember that when people want to tell you your faith is illogical. You're putting the glasses back on. You must have one more. No, I'm I'm done, actually. That was it? No fun fun ones? Well. That's kind of fun. Oh. (laughs) I'm a science guy. I didn't realize. (laughs) I love science. I didn't realize there had to be a fun one. Okay, here we go. Right on way off. Black is slimming. Chris. Kind (laughs) of. There's a big caveat to that. Uh, Yeah, well, and also, you know, I... Somebody said I look taller in a pair of black pants, and a year later I own 12 pairs. You know ah, I mean? Mike Shaw, Mike Shaw. I'm going to go right on, the, right. especially with vertical stripes. <laughs> yeah, uh, there Vertical you go. stripes, yes. black shirt. Now, the problem is um, in the summertime, black also absorbs the light, turn, uh, converts it into heat, and yeah. you're going to die. And mosquitoes are attracted <laughs> to dark colors. They are? So, yeah. yeah. Hey. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you you know, know, so you... look at the two people wearing black today. Yeah. <laughs> Now, here's the thing. Yeah, look at me. For, that for 20 tells years, you who for, needs it right there. For right? 20 years, Emily and I were getting up at 3.30 in the morning every day together. And we were doing a show together. And so we would split the duties of cooking and cleaning. I still unstack the dishwasher every day. She still stacks it every day. Mm-hmm. For the longest time, we've been doing our own laundry. That's just what we do. Mm-hmm. I, you know, We just do our own. She helps me with mine sometimes when I get really busy. But the reality is, is that this is how I pick my shirt that I'm going to wear the next day. It has nothing to do with color or fashion. When I fold my clothes and I put them in the dresser drawer, I'm usually have like a race or a game on TV where I'm folding the clothes. And so I go to my drawer the next day, and this is what I do. Now, this is very technical, so you got to stay with me. 
I open the drawer and whatever's very on top, I put that on and go about my day. Very on <laughs> wow. top. Yeah. Not just what's on top, but yeah. what's very mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. top. What's very, very much right <laughs> there. Very, veryness in the very, very, very. I would do that, yeah. but sometimes that what's on the very top doesn't fit me anymore. Or I gotta yeah. dig doesn't down go below. with this, doesn't go with that. Yeah. I, I, I quit caring years ago. Yeah. Back in the day, like way back, and I'm talking like the 90s, especially the 90s. I had to wear what we used to call the Pat Riley's. Do you know who Pat Riley is? Yeah. Pat Riley's the coach for the Lakers who, and then and the, the Miami Heat, Heat yeah. who always had the dapper suits. I mean, just and he had the slick back hair. Slick back hair. I have no idea who he was, but I knew he was mm-hmm. a basketball coach. Right. I'm like really yeah. proud of myself. And, yeah. and not right only now. that, nice not only that, and I'm just going to say this with no, not an ounce of a man crush, okay? Not an ounce. He looked fabulous. He's a smart dresser. <laughs> he looked good, smart man. Smart dresser. Okay. I mean, you know, and I just don't think that I was given the height to pull that kind of stuff off. But or the a, money to buy a well, $3,000 yeah. suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the reality is, is that you're always ironing. You're always, you know, taking flex off. You're always... Tightening up, you know, making sure your tie is straight before you go into the meeting and that type Getting of stuff. Getting the salsa off and, your tie. And I don't know if I'm alone in this. And if I am, that's fine. If I'm not, if guys out there, if I'm not alone in this and this is you, go to freshroadmedia.com and leave a voicemail. Yes. But <laughs> I, I got beat down to the point where I just don't care anymore. Yeah. And then, and by the way, back in the day, I was one of the first ones. I remember I wore a dress shirt, a tie, a jacket, and a pair of jeans and boots, and I, went, I was a guest preacher Perfect. somewhere. No, no. That's a good no, look. No, no. You wore jeans. I was the I was the jeans preacher. I had less credibility, <sighs> blah, blah, blah. It's, it's, uh, it's a real thing. That's well, you a were real there. good look, though. That's a good look. Anyway. To, uh, anyway, now I only wear ties on Easter. Okay. And yeah. <laughs> maybe Christmas if somebody, you know, but... Yeah. That's a celebration tie. That's yeah. pretty. The, but the I don't even remember what got us onto Pat Riley. But the point was, yeah. I like dressing like a slob now. I actually and it shows. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, it's part of my freedom in Christ. Hey, there you go. <laughs> but no, for the last like seven or eight years, and in radio, when we finally got to, I mean, even when we were at Family Life Radio, they still had a dress code. We still had to wear khakis to do a radio that, show. But I guess you're right. Yeah, no, we did. When yeah, we got I out could, of family, you're right. I didn't was, wear jeans. Again. I know yeah. that that was my last dress code place. And ever, after that, because wow. we were the morning show and I had to get up at 3.30, we could wear whatever we wanted. Yeah. When so I was, yeah. I've been in sweats, jeans, hoodies, basically, that's me now. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. I, I, I really feel like if I had to put on the Pat Riley's now, the pretentiousness would be so high. <laughs> so am I right on or way off? I look back at families in the 60s and they looked so happy. <laughs> well put together. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of miss, I miss that stuff. In fact, I'd even go back even further, you know, where men wear the ruffle shirts and the oh, velvet no. jackets, long mm. velvet jackets. I, I dig that style. I'm yeah. I'm waiting for that to come back in. I'll again. take a long velvet jacket, <laughs> but it's got to have a hood on it, kind of like my <laughs> own hoodie. Yeah. Long velvet. So hoodie. yes, black is slimming, yeah. but and but you know, it's, I don't choose my my clothes on what's slimming. I don't even know where we are. In a movie that I wrote and directed, I allowed my son's joke to be put into the movie that I am the fat Tom Landry. At this point, I don't care. Yeah. I I really got to fight back the vanity like everybody else, but. You do reach a point in your life where you don't it doesn't matter anymore. I don't want to you know? have I don't want to have credibility for the gospel be taken away by my lack of intentionality. You know what I mean? Um like one time uh I had dog prints on my shirt when I got up to preach because right I was on. out with the dogs before Isn't church. Is that a brand paw print? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> and so. my dogs know Dusty that I'm leaving so they kind of jump up on me like give me and we I give them what I call a stay treat like they got to stay so they get a treat. Oh, nice. And so if let's just use that as an example. Mm-hmm. And it's this is a benign example this this happened but it didn't didn't happen this way. Nobody said anything to me. A couple of people thought it was kind of funny. One lady was kind of like, "Yeah, I mean, you you shouldn't have that." You know, kind of like oh, okay. you should be better than that kind of attitude. The point is is that if my dog print shirt because of the pause from the mud from that morning that I missed. And there was just a couple spots and I didn't pay attention. I was just there to preach. If that made somebody so distracted or off put that they couldn't receive the gospel message, then I should definitely be smart enough to put on a clean shirt. You follow? Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, 
we're living our lives, freedom in Christ, and we're sharing this free message. And yeah. they're just, hey, we're regular people who get dog prints. Do you ever wonder? Here we are. That could also be what did a good Paul thing. So look like when he showed up in some place ready to preach the gospel? Street been shipwrecked and you know got a snake bite and been in prison and beaten and blah 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 blah. The New Testament doesn't really address that. <laughs> maybe 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 Paul was wearing his Cornelius Rileys. <laughs> <laughs> My Roman citizen. <laughs> <laughs> the Felix <I> attire. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's All good. Right. That's All right. That's Final great. thoughts. We got to go around the horn here. Oh, very good. Let's start with Mike. Final thoughts. Well, single guy, so I don't even, when I do my laundry, it all goes together. It's <laughs> jeans. Oh, the whites and the colors, it's all dumped in together. So I, I, just had, I just had to get that out. And yeah. it all becomes a little shade of gray. Yeah, so, <laughs> so the single guys out there can relate. Yeah. yeah so it's fine. Yeah. yeah just yeah. don't yeah. tell anybody. They'll never know. There you go. Right. Uh, the other thing is uh, what you guys were talking about earlier is so important. And I'm glad you read some of those comments. We are getting comments on Facebook and on our YouTube channel, other places. Mm -hmm. Go to the website, firstwordmedia.com. Yeah. Click on Be On The Show. Record a comment, yeah, uh, or a question, or whatever you'd like, good, bad, or otherwise. Yes, or you could leave a comment. We we'll yep. get those emailed to us. Yes, uh, or on the social media. We love hearing from people. We love hearing from you. So that, that's the more my final work. the merrier. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of room for you here. Yeah, we're Fresh having we're having fun. Share the show and thank you. Yeah. Uh, I just want to end with the that John Bunyan quote. I'm just going to reread it again because I think it's so great. In prayer, it is better to have a heart without words than words without a heart. God mm -hmm. knows what's going on. Seek him earnestly today. Be upfront, be honest with him, and you will find out how much he really, truly does love you. John Bunyan knew that personally. I know that personally, and you can know that personally as well. Going to take us out with this music right here. Yeah. Yeah. It's our elevator music. <laughs> if you noticed, we have less than an hour in this particular program. And I just wanted to leave you with this final thought. This show is designed to be a long form talk show, which means we take our time with the topics. We take our time with the guests. There's no markers we have to hit. There's no sponsors we have to make happy. Right now, we're doing this as listener supported um, Emily and Mike Shaw are the only two that that actually the workman needs to get paid. And we have real expenses with equipment, real expenses with some other stuff. So if you'd be kind enough to go to FreshRoadMedia.com and give a gift of any amount, that would yeah. be very, very, very appreciated. Yeah. And don't forget, Russ Miller with Creation Evolution mm -hmm. Science Ministries is going to be joining us next week. Be praying for that, that everything will go well yes. and that Satan's plan will be so we have a lot of guests already scheduled um, all the way through you know, a big, good chunk of the summer. And so plan on sharing this show with your friends, with your family, with people who might want, like Joey Sampanga said, biblical oxygen in yeah. this time of suffocation. What a great term. I like yeah. that. So and under, we're having fun. So, yeah. yeah. So understand it's a it's a long form talk show, but we're going to be putting little samples out each week, too. So make sure you subscribe, like the button, do whatever you got to do, however that is, however that works out. Smash like the button. Smash the like but button. But do not leave two spaces between the period and the next sentence. Unless you're a boomer, then you're okay with us. But that's that's or what I, you know, because I've had people say, oh, man, that two and a half hour show I was driving and it just felt like it was too short. And then you get some people, I can't listen to it because it's two hours long and I only got 15 minutes. It's like. Yeah. You know, just try the show and get your people to try it, and it'll be a fun thing. Emily, take us on out of here. We're done for today. Yeah, thanks so much for joining us. We love the fact that you are just choosing to spend a little time with us each and every week. Tell your friends, tell your family, and meet us right back here at Fresh Road Media for no apology with Chris. Emily, not Chris, with Emily and Chris. No apology with Emily and Chris. That's the name of the show. Are you sure? <laughs> You're positive. All right. You, you want that to be the name I of the show? I am a professional. Yes. <laughs> hey, after 20 years of saying Chris and Emily, I get it. Yeah. It's awesome. Freshroadmedia.com. God bless you. Thank you for hanging out with us today. Uh -huh.